Welcome to the More For Me podcast by Kat Nicole, yours truly. Thank you for tuning in with me today. It's always a privilege and an honor to have you join me for our weekly chats. So what's good? How you doing? How have things been going with you? Did you have a good week? Did you have a good day? How was yesterday? Looking forward to the weekend? What day are you watching this on? Not sure? Me either. Hey, so how am I doing? Glad you asked. Well, I gotta be honest with you. So the past couple of weeks, I've actually been struggling a little bit. Hmm. Can I say it's the past couple of weeks? It's kind of like a buildup and not for the reasons you may think, right? So everybody's thinking, you're like, oh, COVID-19, 2020, everyone's trying to throw it away. Got elections coming up. That's all uh, crazy. Um, racism. Don't use our word. Um, maybe it's your finances, your job situation. Are you unemployed? Did you get laid off? Do you not like your job? Um, your relationships, those challenging, navigating those waters, those are never easy. Um, purpose? Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. My uh, struggle recently has been connected to my, per- my purpose. Excuse me. I feel that God has a calling on my life. And in this season, now more than ever, like, it's louder, it's stronger, and um, it's time for your girl to level up. And so this season is truly an opportunity for growth in my life and my faith and for me to be um, a better version of myself and closer to what God is, has called me to be. And um, it's an honor, right? It's a privilege to be used, to be chosen as a vessel that God wants to utilize. So I'm definitely not trying to say that, oh man, what was me? But I'm literally um, just thinking and reflecting about things that I've told myself in the past that I've shared with other people. And I know I've shared here on this platform that uh, there's more for me and there's more for you, but the road to more, it's not necessarily um, easy. Sometimes it can be simple. Sometimes it's not. Uh, it'll be amazing. It'll be exciting. There'll be, it'll, there'll be, there'll, there will be, there will be thrills and like just all sorts of excitement and good stuff. But then there also will be bumps and snags and valleys uh, that lead to mountains that lead to valleys. Like there's a lot going on. Um, but one thing's for sure. Like I can say uh, from the bottom of my heart, more is hard. Well, not more itself. But you know what I'm saying? The road to more is actually very challenging. It's difficult and it's a hard thing. And so for me, uh, recently, I've I've been in a place where I am sitting with this idea that it's okay not to be okay. Um, it's funny. I had uh, turned on the radio, driving to pick the kids up from school. And um, apparently somebody has a song, It's Okay Not To Be Okay. But I don't listen to the radio like that, um, nor that person. So it's a pointless reference because I don't really know what it is, but I did hear a song recently like it's okay not to be okay. But literally <laughs> that song and randomness aside, it is okay not to be okay. So there are four things that as I thought through like, man, I go through these cycles of not being okay and it just happens. It's, it's, it's life. Um, but I wanted to share some things with you because if you're human, um, which you're watching this, I uh, assume that you are, or you're listening to this. Uh, if you're human, then there are times in your life and there will be times when you're not okay. So I want to talk about four things that help us consistently determine if we are okay and what we can do about it. All right, so let's dig in. Number one, 
Be in tune with how you are feeling and how you're doing overall. So uh, our kids go to a Christian private school. So my daughter, who's three years old, she comes home last week and she's like uh, sharing her lessons, what she learned from school. And a part of it was, mommy, when I get angry, it's okay because God gave me that feeling. Like, okay, okay, I see you school paying this tuition. You better teach this girl something. Yes. Awesome. I was really excited. My daughter is very in tune with her emotions and how she feels. And she, she definitely vocalizes um, that, but to have that connection, like, where is it coming from? Because sometimes people try to tell you to suppress and blah, blah, blah. But like, yes, we all need this lesson that this three-year-old is bringing home, right? Anger, sadness, joy, love, like happiness. God gave us our emotions. They are okay. They're a good thing. God gave them to us. Bible says all good things come from the Lord. Like God gave us these emotions. They are okay. And so I think that's an amazing thing to know. But we have to believe in him, believe it for ourselves, not just for my three-year-old. But that how I'm feeling, it's okay. So I don't have to ignore it. I can literally sit with myself, think about it, and conclude, hey, I'm sad today. Oh, feeling a little lonely. Wish I could hang out with more than Team Thompson. Man, like whatever that feeling may be, that you literally have this feeling. God gave it to you, it's okay. So you have to be in tune with how you're feeling and doing. So you can't ignore yourself. You can't go so much, just go, 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 be busy, um, that you don't take the time to stop and assess how am I doing? What do I feel? Work is not a feeling. Like, how am I feeling? Am I happy? Am I sad? Uh, am I frustrated? Am I fatigued? Like, whatever that is. Take the time. Make the time. I don't have time. Make the time. Make it a priority to be in tune with your feelings and how you are doing. Number two, acknowledge that you are okay. Right? Step one is just to be in tune with your feelings. It doesn't have to be negative. Um, so step two is to acknowledge that you are not okay. Yes, you want to celebrate the wins and the good things like, oh, these are happy feelings. But there's also the uh, the realm of uh, the darker side where you're actually not OK. So you want to make sure that you take time to acknowledge that you are not OK. So um, I love making up examples when I don't have uh, good ones. So here goes French. So French says something to me. I don't know what, because I'm making this up, but French says something to me and I don't like what he says. And it makes me, it makes me upset. I get angered by what he says. I have to accept that, like, not just, hey, keep going. We have to get through the day. No, I can stop and I can accept. I'm going to acknowledge that I'm not okay. I'm not okay with what, what just happened and how I'm feeling. So take the time to make sure that you acknowledge that you're not okay. Um, and not being okay, I really boil that down to that you're not in a healthy place with your thoughts, your words, or your actions. So how do I know if what French said has put me in a place where I'm not okay? If the thoughts that I have in response to him are all like really dark, negative, anything that I say out of my mouth, um, or what I do in response, if they're all negative and unhealthy, I would know then that I'm not okay. 
Like if he said something, I just thought it was funny. I'm like, he's a silly guy and keep moving and I'm okay. If I'm like, I'm going to punch you in your face. Why does this guy shut up? Or maybe get on an airplane and travel a little bit more, get out of this house, like things like that. Not okay. I'm not okay. And I need to acknowledge that I'm not okay. Um, the next thing, number three, accept that you're not okay. Sounds a lot like number two, but they're different. Acknowledge and accept. They're two different words. But no, really, um, <laughs> you need to accept that you're not okay. Um, so I have uh, three brothers. And so um, I spent a lot of time with my brothers uh, growing up. But uh, side note, because my sister didn't want to hang out with me. That's why. Um, but I spent a lot of time hanging out with my brothers. So there are some things that uh, may have been said to them that I would just kind of take and say, I'm not a boy, but I'm just going to say this applies to people. Um, so you may have heard sayings like man up. I'm not a man, but, you know, uh, boss up, get over it. Like, just keep going. So these are things that's literally like, just keep going, deal with it, which is not really dealing with it and keep going. So to accept that you're not okay means that you scrap that, uh, <laughs> that worldly idea and concept that you can just man up and keep going. Like, no, that's not real. You have to accept that you're not okay. So I acknowledge it. Like what French said, that made me mad, but then do I accept it? If I don't accept it. Then I just keep going and then it festers and I'm probably getting angry, angry. And then you kind of do stuff like, oh, I'm not talking to you no more. Silent treatment. He's like, why she's not talking? Mm. But accept that you're not okay. You can't steam ahead and just uh, keep going. So it's really to say, hey, I really am not okay. I accept this and I'm going to deal with it in some way. So accepting it is the act of dealing with you not being okay. And number four, you want to explore healthy options that you can work towards being okay. So explore healthy options that would allow you to work towards being okay. I missed a word that first time. I was like, that didn't make sense. Um, but explore healthy options that would allow for you to work towards being okay. And this can look different, but it definitely should be explored because when you explore these options, that's a part of you dealing with how you're feeling. Um, Talking can be a good way. Here people may say like, oh man, I just needed to vent. Um, but talking can be a very helpful um, resource to help you get to a place where you are okay. And this could be talking to an accountability partner, uh, the person that you feel wronged you or that you wronged. Um, it could be um, talking to a friend, um, your confidant, whatever, whomever that may be, but to have a conversation. I would say uh, you kind of go a couple levels ahead because you have, you know, I talk to the person. Maybe I talk to my accountability partner. Uh, maybe I talk to my pastor or maybe I talk to a therapist. Hmm. It's okay not to be okay. And sometimes you have to talk to somebody else that can give you a little bit more guided direction. And so even having to take an opportunity to connect with a, a licensed therapist and somebody that can help you truly unpack how you're feeling and give you uh, tangible steps and things that you can do to, uh, to deal with those feelings and navigate the waters. Because sometimes problems can be a little bit complex. And I don't say this lightly. I actually began um, 
So last year, last year I tried to uh, begin seeing um, a therapist. And I was like, man, I have some things that keep popping up. You know, God's revealing some stuff to me, learning more about myself and how my past has impacted who I am today. I want to talk to somebody about it because if I can uncover some things on my own, I wonder what they will open up. Unfortunately, um, I ran into what I call a bad fit. It was a very bad fit. So um, I tortured myself a little bit. And I think I went to three or four sessions with this uh, lovely lady. And like our last session, we were sitting there and um, like I said something like very specific, like I want to talk about this. And, I, and it was clear she didn't know how to address it because she started going, going. I couldn't get her to come back. And I was just like, I, I can't come back here. And then I took a very long break and I was supposed to find a new therapist, but she was, I was just like, that was such a waste of my time. All that to say, talk to somebody. If, and this I have learned because I've tried recently here to establish a relationship with a therapist and try again. Um, <laughs> they say that therapy is like dating, right? You don't just walk up like, oh, them shoes, they got there, they fit me. It, it's going to be perfect. No, that sometimes you have to uh, work to find somebody that you feel comfortable communicating with, that they can, you guys connect well, um, you respect what advice and recommendations they give, they're good listeners, so on and so forth. Um, so, don't if you go to talk to a therapist don't do the one time and i'm out i went to one session i didn't like it i'm out um or i don't like this person every therapist is bad make sure you keep on trying um sometimes there uh you might your company might have a, a program employee assistance program or something and they'll let you switch and try somebody else because they would prefer for you to be healthy and to uh <laughs> to be okay uh than to not be okay so talking to a therapist is definitely a viable option. I'm going to continue to press and try to find the, the right therapist for me so that we can connect and dig into some things. Because again, sometimes that conversation, it has to go beyond just I talked with a friend. So talking can be very, very helpful. Journaling is also another option. Journaling can be very therapeutic. Sometimes it allows for you to get things out. Uh, journaling or even I've heard people writing letters. Um, it might be um, a letter to someone who's not even here anymore, right? Uh, they've passed and aren't on this earth, but people have uh, shared stories or testimonies about writing uh, letters to people and, and being able to release and, and, and not carry that, right? Because when you don't deal with something, really, you, you sweep it under the rug, um, but there's no open hole under the rug for stuff to fall away. So it really just accumulates, right? So it's like dust bunnies if you don't sweep. They don't go away. You can't wish them away. If you don't sweep them up and deal with them, you're going to have a huge collection of dust bunnies. That's going to be so gross. Um, but you have to deal with stuff. You can't just sweep it under the rug. So whether or not it's being able to address it directly with a person or going through a process on your own to address it. But writing can be very help, helpful. Um, you're able to slow down and get your thoughts out. And if you want to go on a tangent or how deep you want to go into something, you can you can go as far as you want to. Um, so journaling uh, might be a thing. And I know that sometimes um, when I know, like when I hear about things, it, it, it seems like it was like a fancy thing and you had to create space and time and special pencils and a special notebook and all this stuff. You can do all that, but it can also be as simple as writing it down. Like I'm going to write on the back of this envelope or this bill came in or, you know, this little leaflet came in the mail and I'm gonna write some stuff down on this and I got it out. Whatever you have access to, there's no harm in, in, in using that. The point is 
is to write it. Just like talking. The point is to to get it out, to 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 converse. So you just want to make sure that you're doing it. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Um, and I want to make sure I say that because sometimes what we've built up in our head can be a roadblock or hindrance for us to actually do what we need to do. So it doesn't have to look a certain way. And if you have certain expectations like what mine does, don't put too much pressure on yourself where, again, you don't actually do the the exercise of talking or journaling because you're caught up in how it looks. We want to be caught up in what it does, what we get out of it. And um, also another healthy option, I would say, is to take some time to yourself or by yourself. Um, Oftentimes, we don't really spend time alone in stillness, like to pause, peace, uh, let things calm down and settle, that you just go, 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 go. So whether or not you need some alone time or you need some time where you are able to switch off, um, put yourself in sleep mode, not necessarily actually going to sleep, but just chill, like just be like literally just, just take some time, uh, by yourself or to yourself. And that may include you, um, doing something. Maybe you watch a movie, maybe you go for a walk, maybe you sit outside, sit by the lake, like whatever that may be. Um, yesterday, French and I had the opportunity to sit outside and gaze at the stars and the you know few airplanes that were going by but like literally just taking some time it's quiet neighborhood's not loud at all but the sky is beautiful and you can see it all but just to, to have have those moments to take that time and it clears the air allows for you to process and think more clearly um, and rationally but just a few of the things that you can do of, of course there are other options and things that you can explore but the idea though really is that you're just exploring so you one You got to be in tune with how you're feeling and literally like, how am I doing today right now in this season? And that you want to be able to go to that place to care about how you're doing, what you're thinking, how you're feeling. Oftentimes we do that for other people, but we have to remember to take care of ourselves as well because you can't take care of yourself. You can't take care of other people. Two, you have to acknowledge that you're not okay. I have these feelings and I have to acknowledge them. Three, you have to accept that you're not okay. Don't just acknowledge it and keep it moving. Acknowledge it and deal with it. It's okay not to be okay, but we don't want to stay that way. We definitely have to make progress towards getting better and getting to a better place. And then four, explore healthy options towards being okay. And that's, again, the actual act of dealing with what's going on. So um, as I again, have been struggling a lot lately, um, all for good reason, but still a struggle nonetheless. Um, it doesn't, the struggle being connected to a good reason doesn't take away from the fact that it still is a struggle. We each have our own struggles that we face day in and day out. And we have to find, um, healthy ways to process and get to a different place. I definitely believe that God has more for me and God has more for you, but the road that we are journeying towards more, it requires us to get better and to be better. And that is a part of what we're doing. And sometimes (laughs) your first step to getting better, being better and journeying towards more is realizing that you're not okay. Everything's not good. And I love the fact that in reality, nothing has to be perfect. And that's what the false reality of everything being good all the time presents to you, that everything's perfect. Nothing's perfect and nobody's perfect. We all have seasons and or times when we are not okay. And it is okay not to be okay. 
If you don't have, like, I don't have a friend. I don't have a pastor to talk to. Again, a therapist. They, there are even hotlines out there, I'm pretty sure, in your area and or uh, thanks to technology where you can connect with and just talk to somebody, even if you don't feel that you're on the level of talking to a therapist. But there are plenty of things that we can do as we realize that there is a lot to process and deal with in life no matter what your role and responsibilities. So we're all taking on a lot, but we want to make sure that we do so gracefully and that we're, we're fair to ourselves. And we're going to do that together. So thank you guys for tuning in this week. It's another episode in the books. Always, always, always good to have you guys here. Make sure you subscribe. Check out every, check out the new episode. How about that in English? Check out the new episode every week, dropping on Tuesdays. Appreciate you stopping by. And remember, God has more for me. God has more for you. So let's get it.